size, they don't care how close the Negro gets as long as he don't get too big. And up north, they don't care how big the Negro gets as long as he don't get too close. so-called problems we have today in America and it just frightens you to death. It wants you, makes you wonder about the intelligence level of this country and of the whole world. Racial problem we consider a racial problem could be solved tonight if one seven-headed idiot floated down here and called us earth people, that's what we would be. And Kennedy and Khrushchev would be sitting at a table five hours from now saying, what can we do with this thing? That's the problem. Everybody's fighting something and there's really nothing to fight. No real racial problem. You never heard of a race ride in the wintertime. If you lived in the state of Illinois and you decided to drive your car to certain sections of the South, where they'd see that Illinois license plate and underneath it, land of Lincoln, they would shoot through your car. But they won't get rid of the $5 bills that have Lincoln's picture and his name on them. <laughs> so it's amazing, this great problem we supposed to have. It really don't exist. Well, it could be solved tomorrow. But we passed the buck on it. So, well, it's not me. The old folks teach us hate. Old folks can't tell you who to marry. If your parents can't teach you who to love, you know damn good and well. They can't teach you who to hate unless you kind of wanted to do it a little bit yourself.
anime. Young wise man is dead in a motherfucker. <laughs> so he'd sit out there and tell these stories. And he said, when a fight came up, yo, from Tupelo, Mississippi, yeah. I drove up here in a tractor. Yeah. That's right, 746 miles on one tank of gas. I had to leave Tupelo because I was working down there. I was in charge of the levee in Lawrence County. So one night the levee bust. Bright puppy Rudy, he sing about hair 
like no water when it wanna go They asked me, say, why didn't you warn the people? Well, shit, I couldn't be running through that water warning nobody. They were gonna find out sooner or later anyway. I worked for this white man, his name was Bud Jennings. And I worked for him, he was all right to work for, see? He was all right for a white man, he was. Or download a podcast so you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. But he had a son named Junior. He was cockeyed. We called him Cockeyed Junior. And he was hard to work for, man, because his eyes went every what you way. See? He said, nigga, pick that up, you know, and four or five niggas been down. See? <laughs> he fell in love with this girl from Pittsburgh. I went to the depot to pick her up, see? I had a horse named Ginger. I hooked her up with nothing. I want to do something weird. I want to do something crazy. I, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but I like I just want to do it because like I've done weird shows. I've just for them or like for that would be the venue. And then the venue and for them and for them too. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't care. Because like I said, I've done weird shows. I've done weddings, funerals. Apartments. It was weird because like I don't like. I don't How know. did they find you first of yeah, all? Like, friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> and it was weird. You, you, were, you, were you know when you're at the water fountain and the bitch is taking so long. I am I right? Am I right? Am I? I don't know These what thirteen year old right, humor is. You know, so. You're like, how do you connect with the? You can't make Jesus Jewish. Jewish. Crowd, you can't like be like, hey, you guys. I have some stereotypes to, to I, I, reflect. I, I, okay, because I did some research. I was like, oh, there's Latino Jews and Native American <gasps> Jews, so yeah. I had to go with oh, that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, no, I, I like that. Like, the joke was like, oh, you s- like, there's a temple, La Amigo La Israel. I was like, what, I, you know, I'm playing dumb. I was like, what do, what do Jewish people wear? Oh, yarmulkes. What do they wear? Little sombrero hats or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, and they were like, it oh, killed, it sombrero. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, so it would be at a church of Satan, and then and then what else? Mixed crowd. Okay, mixed crowd. I don't care. Some Young, old, Satanists and atheists. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like dress up, be weird, you know, because like my one of my favorite comic is Sam Kinison. Go oh into my that, God. like wild thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. I don't care. I just love the show. I just want to do it, but I just want people. I'm older. I want people. Whatever, I want yeah, you to forget. Yeah, like, I love like that. Cause when I was a little boy, my mom used to take me to these things. I saw Gabriel Iglesias, I saw John Leguizamo. Oh. But even back then, I was like, I don't care. I just want you to be a part of this. Like, any, like, and, and has this happened to you guys? People recognize you like, oh my god, I, I saw you over there. <laughs> and I get scared. I'm like, where? Where did you see me? You're where? like, I didn't do it. <laughs> that, that has you happened to me. Like, you think they're like no, this had, that identifying a suspect? No, that happened to me before. This guy came up to me. Like, hey, Tim, I, officer. <laughs> no, it's, this is weird. 
I robbed this guy a long. I love that one. Statue of limitations. Yeah, it is. Oh out. my, it is. Got, you got recognized yeah. by a victim. But Amazing. He was at the show. He was at the show. Get the He's fuck. like, that's the do the Rami. Yeah. It was, yeah. Did you see him in the show? Or did I didn't you recognize not? him. I was yeah, like, okay. did I really rob you? Like, I, I was like, you I robbed so many people. Oh. You think I remember your ass? Yeah, basically. He's like, you stole my iPod. I was like, what color was what, what what was it? A twenty gig? What he was like? It was this and that, and it had this playlist. And I was like, I remember his. Yeah, playlist. I remember your you loser remember ass playlist. playlist. Yeah. I remember you your dumb ass, ass tunes on that. You no, know, I think it would be funny to out him and be like, Yeah, I got your fucking. Now that's what I call music volume twenty seven. <laughs> you fucking loser, and that's why I robbed you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So did you give him it back to him? No, we, and it was so funny. Did you pay we, it we back? Get, I gave him a hug, and we get we, no, we we became like good fucking friends. What? Yeah, that's healing. That's, that's a, a healing great meet cute. comedy right there. Yeah. How'd you guys awesome. meet? Funny story. I robbed him. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years later, right after the statute but, of limitations But I'm an idiot. I'm out. an idiot. When I was robbing the guy, I had my high school letterman jacket on. He's like, I'm going to look you up in With your With a name tag and <laughs> your, your last name. Na- you're very specific, like yeah. first and wow. last name on it. Wait, like where'd you go to school? I'm not going to say what school I went uh, to. <laughs> you're like, I'm not falling for that trap again. <laughs> Never again. Did I go to school? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, any venue doesn't matter. Big, That's small. Just I want people. People that you robbed even can come to the show. Yeah. I think it would be great to do just a show entirely of your former victims, and maybe future victims as well. <laughs> future victims. And nobody knows who's who, and it's a fun guessing game. You know what's so funny? I I, I did a, a show, and you know you have to bring your own mic because you know, I pull out my microphone out of my pants, and this white lady's like, "He has a gun." I was like. Oh, uh, see, my, I'm gay. My mind went somewhere else. Oh, I was like, oh, you're not that hung. Never mind, girl. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, some not a shower. I'm a grower. Said he has a gun. That's very. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same question, Christy. What you you got? You the perfect show. You're about to like decriminalize it. Well, like Mr. Silva here, I too would like it to be attended by people. Oh, <laughs> she got low standards. That's the key to success right there, yeah. low standards. Um, yeah, I would, I would also like it to be eclectic, diverse audience. And I really love music and karaoke. I would want to incorporate some kind of like musical um, element to it. Not necessarily me singing, but just <laughs> something like, singing. yeah, certainly not one of people that's like, and now for my next trick. I will turn your insult into a compliment, and then I'll sing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you hit a note there. I yeah, it. it'll be you know, lots of stuff. Well, yeah, like s- music, maybe some, I don't know. I guess that's technically a variety show, but um, as long as there isn't, like, close-up magic, we'll be fine. Close-up <laughs> magic. No magic. No magic. It's a variety show, but no magic. It's a limited variety show, <laughs> and I'm only allowing two things, music and comedy. Okay, so it's like Dead Rabbits, but... <laughs> no, it's not like... But you Dead get Rabbits paid. But you get paid for Dead it. Dead Rabbits is its own thing. I can't wait to go. All right, I'm getting one of those, like, USB-charged electric blankets, and I'm going <laughs> to hit the beach. <laughs> and then walk into the ocean and die. Yeah. I'm, I'm always thinking about not suicide, but, like, what's the best way to die. Yeah, 100%. You know. Have you ever... Telling Henry all the time, I'm like, when my time comes, when I'm totally Alzheimer'd out from dementia, yeah. we're going on a hike, beautiful overlook, yeah. 
And then that's the last thing I see. That's the most push. Victorian way to kill yourself is to just slowly wade into the sea with stones in your pocket and be like, goodbye, sweet world. Waving. <laughs> giving giving the Miss America Many wave. a Victorian novel has ended that way. Goodbye. I can't. Drowning is my big fear, though. I almost died. Way to face well, that's an amazing way to face mm. your fears, though. To drown. You're right. Maybe I could die. overcome that's it. That's great. I could overcome he, it he in my suicide. He died doing what he feared. <laughs> He died conquering a fear. It wasn't a suicide yeah. as much as it was overcoming. A victory. It was a victory. A victory you over your fear. Wow. Okay. You well. know, I did see you last Saturday, and you kind of, <laughs> you kind of, <laughs> you kind of already <laughs> mission yeah. accomplished. Roasted. Sally. <laughs> That'll make one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just dragging this into the mud. This humor's so blue. Am I blue? Okay, well, thank you guys so much for coming down to Muni so Radio fun. Studios here at the corner of 21st in Florida, where tomorrow at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., you can see some of the local Bay Area comedians for free. Well, you know, it's free, but you could donate to Muni Radio on the Venmo, bring cash, you know. If you like the yeah, comedian. turn that C into an SH and say, let's should donate. Because should. Because should. Should. Um, what else is going on? Pam Benjamin has a show tonight at the, what's it called, Pam? The bar on Dolores, 29th and Dolores. You can get $4 IPAs there. It's basically my neighborhood. You can catch, um, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Can you she always <laughs> hustling for a ride. Can I'll I drive. That's my neighborhood. As soon as you book me, I'll give you a ride. How about that? <laughs> Snippity snip. Uh, I want a guest spot. We are getting guest spots. Cancel whoever you, you have slated, you Pam. We got Pam's the Oprah of guesties. We We're all getting guesties. Guesties. We get some some thirsty comedians here. Thirsty. <laughs> Now she's looking for a lighter. She wants it all, this Pam Benjamin. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna thank you for tuning in to Funny People, including Will Brown. My guests have been Christina Bana and Quatemuk Silva. Thank you so much for joining me. We're gonna. It's Christy. Christy. <laughs> I said Christina. I don't know how you can pronounce it's my name, but he can't pronounce it. I know, he's like, uh, it's like fine. It. I like that. Actually, that's, that's justice. My bad. Let's try that again. Terrible. Now that we're not being recorded, boy, oh boy, am I. No, just kidding. <laughs> you know, like, hot mic. Killed them all, of course. I killed them all. I just wanted Robert Durst myself on air. Who's Robert Durst? Um, he's the guy who, he, the jinx, he committed a lot of murders. Anyway, I'm going to leave. On a serial, <laughs> ki on a serial killer <laughs> note. This on a serial been note. Will Brown. Christy, not Christy. Christy, yeah. I.E. Christ, I.E. Christ, I.E. And Quatemoc, the emperor of comedy. Oh, it's a sub mix. Thank you.
I regret giving him the mic. Actually, <laughs> actually the, the critique your first story, I heard you say that last night at Punchline to me in private, and it was funnier yeah. in private than it was on stage. And the reason for that is you cut out you, which Mad. was the, the you wanting to fuck the dude up. Yeah. And that's what I think was the funny part of that story. The dude with the pit bull came out of nowhere. Fucking crazy. Oh, no. Cool. Thank you. Talking bear. Perfect jokes, hooray! All right, your next comedian. Oh, another funny guy. Hey, I gotta also let you guys know there's chicken. Eat the chicken. Eat the chicken. Uh, and your next comedian, funny man, put your hands together. It's John Gallagher. <laughs> come on, come on. Muddy boots will wander where sneakers never will. Moving on the back roads, through the backwoods, and into the cracks of our imagination. A podcast disguised as a sound painting. Or is it a sound painting disguised as a podcast? Tune in to hear a patchwork of sound, snippet, and song. Field recordings from wherever. The random whimsical. And the rare, and not so rare. Greetings and welcome home, everyone, to Muddy Boots. My name is Hunkering Down and Hunkering Camp, Tanali Von Washer Hands. Here to warmly present Totally High, Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 7. An episode that features 20 years of field recordings I've made at rainbow gatherings around the world. You can find the collection online at soundsfromtherainbow.org as well as parts one through six at soundsfromtherainbow.org slash podcast. You can find books, articles, and whatnot to get a cursory understanding of what a rainbow gathering is, but of course, it's difficult to impart the experience without attending the event itself, mostly because it's tricky to write about a phenomenon in print. However, rainbow being an oral culture the field recording archive acts like an ethnography of sound where you can get an idea 
perhaps an even deeper or richer context of the event through said sound medium. At the very least, this episode will give you a sonic insight into the creative expression found in the woods. We're going to put one foot after another and head out on the rainbow trail and we'll begin with a poem that I find quite apropos in these strange times. Poem is written by Robert Lovett Smith. Special thanks and a shout out to my friend Finch for sharing the poem with me. History rises unbidden in the schoolyards, in old rhymes, whispers of the plague years, echoing across cracked asphalt, mingled with childish laughter. Ring around the rosy, the boils swelling, on the skins of ancestors who wrestled with death on beds of dirty straw, burning the slow fuse of fever. As the blood went bad, ashes, ashes is a ghostly sneeze down 700 years, or else the ash, the dead bones blackened into some forgotten potter's field, and the quaint pocketful of posy, so charmingly poetic, now in its innocence, an herbal cure, helpless even then, against the reaper's shadow darkening a cradle song. There are some griefs, so large they graft themselves onto the language, lingering long after both mourned and mourner fall to dust.
Jesus camp or what's this? Uh, Jesus camp is up there with the horns. But Jesus camp have horns? Seven trumpets of Jericho. <laughs> the ancient Egyptians used to harvest them and they would dry them out and then they um, like crush them up like like mortar pestle type thing or whatever mm -hmm. and it made this like um, like dry purpley like dust. Focus, 
poem by Matthew Twenty. Women are like trees, she said. Women are like trees. And even she didn't know what she meant by that. Women are like trees, she said again, and then planted herself in her bed and waited. And I stood in the middle of her room and I looked at her, as if looking out the window at her. Seeing all the years she has spent gathering rings around her hips stretching out sex like a cat towards the sun. And I heard the wind rubbing the leaves together, rubbing the leaves like bodies soft and open. There was time for the leaves yet while my tongue picked ants off her branches. And the young bird in her nest of hair called to its mother. The young bird in her nest of hair hungry for another wet meal, while beneath us, along her feet, the children played hide and seek. The wind was blowing harder now as the strongest leaves let go and brushed against their bare feet. And women are like trees, she said as her strongest leaves let go, and all was weakness, necessary weakness. And women are like trees, as the axe cut into her middle. Women are like trees, as the sap flowed into the womb. Women are like trees, as the wind swayed her back and forth along the weakness. As her branches bent down to dip into the water, as her strongest leaves, they crumpled under the joy of the children. As the young bird in her nest of hair tried out its new wet wings and called to its mother that it would find a meal of its own.
and mass and social fabrics collapsing the wind blows upon an ember that's everlasting we're standing at the crossroads clashing food the greatest strategy used in the ongoing battling the shit got us asking what the planetary plan is while we jamming and deeply examine why is there famine families stammering for nourishment while elite seats play populations like a game of backgammon the scandling is endless they throw in peace on a threat list poverty's causing death threats yo are you deaf yet well get set Concentrated camps that ain't quite dead yet. Welcome to the woods, blood redneck. Becoming POWs through high-tech credit checks. Get the catch? Some serious shit, yes. So ingest, digest, and keep all eyes open. And don't forget the scrolls that kept the part apart in oceans. Cause when these motionless minds hit rhythm, focused with timeless vision, omens and signs are given in this tumultuous time we live in. Open the sky's the limit, forces combine, we bring it. Soma's the wine, we sip it. Mm. Moments arise, so live it. Set me free. Show me the light. I need to dance neath the moon tonight. Be who I was meant to be. Please help me.
him Well I could have sworn you were talking about me So I told you Behind the clothes that cover me aches a heart that forgets to see. I think whatever friends there be, trusting when I'd otherwise flee. In the strong clutch of weight and bone, oh how I cried and wailed alone. But the pains of time turned to stone, and I to carry on and roam. It matters not the things you say, nor how you choose to do your way. It's how you make one feel today, for we to mold and turn to clay.
Me. I'm a line from a friend of mine in the, in the Bay Area called Midnight, Midnight Ice. He said, uh, he said, he's 19, he's a young guy. He says the spoken word movement is not a movement, it's a soundtrack to the movement. And that's that movement we're all about right now, I call the worldwide insurrection coming. There are bees and trees and squirrels and things, and people playing frisbee in the park. There's hurt and heartache and uncertainty, and finding your way in the dark. 
on these sunny days with the wind rushing past and emerald green leaves in your face. Undeniable the joy we feel by just running in this strange human race. Oh, but it's not like that, my big family, because despite what you are told, life's not a question of competition or what's been bought or sold. Instead, I'd say it's a miasma of memories new and old, of sweet stolen looks and babbling brooks, of flecks of silver and gold. Yes, it's these moments we collect and truly live in that matter most overall. Not your hair cut or that wing knot, or who can rise most tall. So be in it, because what else to do? I say you won't regret taking the time to truly live. That's something we all forget.
So, um, this book is called The Mysticism of Sound and Music, and it's by a, a famous old Indian philosopher. And the chapter that I've been Tell reading me. is um, called The Magnetism of Beings and Objects. And this first passage really resonates to me because I've been eating so much wonderful food over the past days. And it's uh, personally, it, it really hits on how I feel about cooking. In preparing a thing, not one not only puts one's magnetism into it, but the voice of one's soul is produced in the thing one prepares. For instance, it is not difficult for an intuitive person to feel in the food that comes before him the thoughts of the cook. It is not only the grade of evolution of the cook that is produced in it, but also what the cook was thinking at that particular time. If the cook is irritated while cooking, if he or she is grumbling or sighing, if he or she is miserable, wretched, all that is prepared in the food that comes before you. It is the knowledge of this fact which made the Hindus accept a high caste Brahmin as a cook. That person was taken as a cook whose evolution was great, whose life was pure, whose thoughts were elevated. It is not a custom of the past. It is a custom even of today. The Brahmin who is sometimes the guru, the teacher of other castes, may also be the cook. Beside this, in ancient times, when human psychology was keenly observed in all one did, every person, whatever his rank or position in life, was equipped for cooking and preparing dishes for himself and for his friends. A great mark of appreciation and affection was shown by people who invited some relations or friends to their house by placing before them dishes that they themselves had prepared. It was not the dish, it was the thought that was put into it.
Welcome again to Muddy Boots. My name is Triangular Donut Tenali. And you've just heard the A-side of Totally High Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 7. We're exploring my collection of field recordings made at rainbow gatherings over the last 20 years or so. For a playlist and notes, check out muddybootsradio.org and be sure to subscribe to the show too, wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to and or download more Rainbow Gathering field recordings at soundsfromtherainbow.org. You can find previous installments of this rainbow thematic series, parts 1 through 7, at either muddybootsradio.org or soundsfromtherainbow.org slash podcast. I invite you to continue wandering the trail of sound by hopping on over to the B-side. See you there.
If a sister says, I can't see you anymore, you're like a brother to me now. That means you no longer turn me on, but I still need you around to fix my car. <laughs> If a brother says, you're like a sister to me now, this means, oh, I still want to hang out with you. I just don't want anybody to know about it. <laughs> and finally, if a brother says, I'm sorry, if a sister says, I want to take things slow, this means I'm going to take all the anger and resentment I have towards my ex-lovers and focus it on you. Right? <laughs> That's right. Of slow, methodical, passive aggressive sexual torture, right? <laughs> yeah. If a brother says I want to take things slow, this means there is something unidentifiable on my genitals. Yeah, I took about three to five days. <laughs>
and wherever it happens that you are. And so you see, my human dream being, the answer is not something which can be explained or seen. The answer is always what you make believe.
we're going to do a little story. This is a participation story. It's called The Good Heart of Thunderpants. You guys have to help me do it. It's a peace story. So there's some sound effects in it. You're going to help me do all the sound effects. First sound effect is we hope nobody's actually doing this. Maybe somebody. Somebody just about to go off the screen. Hear that? Next sound effect is somebody sucking on a magic pacifier. Hear that? Good. That's good. Now, next sound effect, we all have to be very serious actors and actresses to do this one. We know for a fact that there are hungry people in the world today. Fairly hungry children, some of whom have not eaten. So they're weak and they're softly, softly murmuring to children. So it sounds like this. Very good. Next thing is pacifier. Putting out your hands, flying across the sky. Ready? Come on. Swooping down with your cape. On the count of three, the audience participation part. Great feast celebration and party as loud as you wish. One, two, three. <laughs> Other kids seriously now crying in a nearby land. Pacifier. Flying over to see what the trouble is. The next one, bolding. No, no, no. Ready? No, no, no. You can do that a little louder. No, no, no. That's good. Next thing is bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pacifier. Gathering up stars. <laughs> Throwing them like frisbees. <laughs> Sticking one in the corner. The North Pacifier. North. Going off to sleep. Oh. And the very last one of this story, three beats of the heart. Ready? Bum, 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 bum. Hey guys, I know a girl whose nickname is Thunderpants because she has lightning bolt stickers on the side of her diaper. <laughs> hey Thunderpants, what are you doing? I'm practicing to grow bigger. Well, as you can see, Thunderpants is one of the smartest girls in the whole world. Not only is she smart, she's good-hearted, which may explain why she was chosen to get a magic pacifier. Well, anyway, one night when she was sucking on her pacifier, just about to go off to sleep. heard the faint weeping of little children on the other side of the earth. Aww. Why are they crying, Thunderpants? They're crying because they're hungry and don't have enough to eat. And so, with the aid of her pacifier, Thunderpants flew across the sky. While she was flying, she thought there was lots of extra food everywhere, so she swooped down with her cape. Yeah. Now, with a great feast, celebration, and party. Even while they were feasting and celebrating, she heard some other kids crying in a nearby land. Faster than anything, she flew over to see what the trouble was. Now, when she got there, the kids told her why they were crying was because the parents, the adults, had gotten into a war and were fighting and squabbling over land and other possessions. So, Thunderpants gathered the warring adults together, scolded them for not learning to share and love with one another like they were always telling the kids to do. No, no, no! They were so ashamed of themselves, they dug a great big deep hole, pushed all their bombs, bombs guns, and tanks in there, covered them over with dirt, and made peace. Great peace celebration. <laughs> now they came to Thunderpants and they said, Thunderpants, you're our hero. Wow, she said, I'm not your hero, I'm your hero. Yeah! <laughs> all the feminists in the audience. Now, feeding the hung hungry and stopping wars was tiring work, so she said goodbye to her new friends. Bye. Stuck her pacifier in her mouth. Zoomed across the night sky. Gathered up stars and threw them like frisbees. 
down to each house below so that every kid could have a nightlight. Then she zoomed into her room. Tucked the one star she saved for herself in the corner. Stuck her pacifier in her mouth. Slipped into a dream. Filled with all the good deeds she was going to do with her magic pacifier. And with her good heart. Bum, 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 bum. Which is, after all, the most potent magic of all. Yeah. yeah. Positive people standing up, holding hands together, singing songs and saving the land. A woman came up to me after a show in Eugene, Oregon last year. She told me if you look at a map of Kentucky, eastern Kentucky, it looks like the moon if you look on Google Maps because they've blown the tops off of so many mountains to extract the coal. And uh, she asked me if I'd write a song for it, and that's what this song is.
The asking is the bigger knowledge, fated to appear in circles, spirals, ghosts of former understanding. Jokes that fall flat, cause you've had to have seen them. Oh, my urn of ashes for those questions, feed my smile with your faded glory. Leave a clue for future researchers to find. Bye-bye. 